Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Universes Academy podcast. I'm your host, John Jennings. Uh, with me today, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Ryan Kraft, back on screen. And we have our friend, Mr. Tim Keith, back with us as well. Tim, how are we doing? All right, all right. Lazy Sunday, but we can come on and talk about some cards. Nice. Yes, someone dated the pod before I could do it. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. You kind of kind of ruined him there. He does that every pod, so it's kind of his was, thing. I going to... Yeah, I was going to even comment about how I was going to immediately date the pod because of the, the content of the show, but Tim beat right. me to it. Yeah, yeah, so this is this is the Sunday show. It is before. We, we are still missing the last cards from Eraserhead, but we have a lot mm-hmm. to talk about, so. Yeah, uh, there's really, yeah, uh, obviously, as Tim alluded to, there's real, not really been a whole lot of big Jasco news on the horizon. They're really getting ready to go to Gen Con. I think they even put out a message in the Discord like, hey, if you put in a ticket, we're not answering tickets right now. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't bother. We'll be back after Gen Con. Yeah, I think it's even shut down. You're not even allowed to. Like, I can't yeah. harass them about fixing the Origins player points. Yeah. Oh, I mean, on that note, I guess we can talk about this. I, I literally had to open a ticket and show them exactly what points I was missing to get my points added. Dope. So that got my points now. They were added. Um, but I had to, like, go through myself and, like, break it down into an Excel sheet, put it in a ticket, send pictures to Lenoko, who was the one working my ticket, and he was like, okay, it adds up. Here's your points. So I have my points now from Origins. <laughs> the LP. Yeah, I'm even talking about the regional points. They've still got, uh, those are still in Swiss finalist order and not uh, world top eight order. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So Corey's getting screwed right now. But. Oh. Yeah. So very, way more important points than the ones I'm talking about. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Say or or for a peasant like me, I've only, like the only major event I've played in is the the, the Orlando RLE. So I, I'm rocking like 16 loyalty points right now, total. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you've got a problem or something going on with your MHA account or any like prizing your missing right now, uh, it's too bad. I, I would suggest uh, go to Gen Con and personally harass them is the best advice I can give you. It's terrible advice. Uh, Don't harass Jessica employees. That, Don't do that. That's gonna be, you know, that's gonna be the best thing to do. You know, I'm sure a spear is gonna be, you know, doing commentary, and you can just, you know, off real stand beside, you know, just hey, 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 uh, my points, my points. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, just be like the Today Show, but it's for, uh, you know, uh, the MHA stream. Just where are my points? Where are my points? Uh, but yeah, yes, please, please don't actually do that. That's. That's for sure the way to get ignored or oh, I banned. They would ignore you. But. Suspended player list. Here you come. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. The, the the broken the origins RLE points. The broken ones they have are like actively good for me. So I feel completely safe to just harass them to no end because it's actually bad <laughs> for me if they fix them. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See exactly. You just got to spend them all on something before they fix it and take them away. Right. That's that's the plan. Oh no! There's Wait. no spending them. This is no, the, he, he's one of the qualifier oh, points. Oh, yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. The, um, for for uh, worlds, yep, gotcha. Um, but yeah, so since we last talked, they have started dropping some major previews for set three, uh, and they started everything off with the new Eraserhead starter deck. And as Ryan said, I think we've got all but four or five cards out of the deck previewed so far. Four, I think. Four. Yeah. Okay. I suspect um, we have not seen the one ups yet. They probably saved the spiciest stuff for last. I would think so too. But we um, have all the meat and potatoes. Hmm. And uh, I don't know if we've if if it was officially confirmed and we talked about it or not, but there's obviously there's two starter decks. There's Eraserhead and Endeavor, and each of them will have a one of at least one one of in the starter deck. I assume if there's two, I'd imagine it'd be like one foundation and one attack that are each a one of. Um, I have feelings about that. That's not really the pod for this. Uh, but hey, may as well talk about it, man. May as well talk. Okay, we'll talk about it. I think it's shitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean. Especially because these seem like they're going to be split into two separate starters, right? So you're going to have to buy four mm-hmm. of each. And we yep. don't know the price point on these yet, officially. Um, yeah. So, uh, have you, I've heard like 20 bucks a piece. Is, is that what you guys have heard? I've, I haven't heard anything. I would imagine it's anywhere from 15 to 20. So the rival decks, the, the rival box was 30 and you got two starters, right? So you'd think 15 a piece. However, those did go up to 40 at some point. Because I don't, yeah. and I don't know if that was just the MRSP going up or if that was just scarcity, so people like just raised the price on them or what. But I think it was like something about their production costs mm-hmm. went up. The okay, or something. was that a that was that a COVID sense. thing, COVID production thing, maybe? Probably. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I I don't know how you guys feel, but like, obviously, I'm I consider myself to be a competitive player. My tournament record might argue otherwise, but um, I. 
I want to have at least one of all the cards, right? Especially something like a starter deck where all the cards are in there. Having to spend, like, what, maybe $160 on a new set before I'm even cracking packs of a new, of like, boxes feels kind of bad. And, like, I have, like, an adult job. I have, like, you know, real money that I can, like, spend that I use on my hobby and stuff. And I, but that's just feels bad. I don't know how you guys feel. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't love, I don't love one X's and starters, but I definitely understand it from the company's perspective. Like, it's a very, it's like an, it's a guaranteed, source of income right because people just need the cards you make them good enough people have to buy four i don't think it's like super predatory even though i don't like it it's just annoying um and i'll continue to buy them because there's a lot of starter deck cards outside of the one x's that are really good and i want to put them in multiple decks so i need the cards but yeah it doesn't feel good so like like you said that 160 dollar investment for really four x of maybe four cards total is what it boils down to kind of feels bad yeah, if they were if they were two X's, I'd probably be buying four anyway. Just I like having two sets of things. Yeah, that's fair. No difference to me. And as a company, I'm I'm sure. I know Jason back in the day complained a lot about precons and starters because you just never make money on them. Uh, just between the the art costs and the printing costs to print. I mean, maybe they have enough scale now, but sort of. They need they need the people who are, you know, trying to get playsets of every set to, to sort of support the cost of these things so that. Mm-hmm. The newer players that just buy one of each or whatever, or because no, nobody's going to buy more than four, right? Is sort of the mm-hmm. you're not going to have anybody yeah. whale on two cases of these. Yeah, not unless they go back to like old school where they're putting like case toppers on top of starter decks, like they did yeah. <laughs> like Blood and Shrew and stuff. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please don't ever fucking do that again. <laughs> please don't. That was so much money. It was ridiculous. Yes. But but also please reprint Blood Runs True. <laughs> no, actually no. But don't do that. Even though I played that card more than anyone, don't do say, that. You don't don't act like you wouldn't slam four of that into every deck, Ryan. I was like one of the first people to get a set of that card. Mm-hmm. I didn't oh, even wow. know how good it was. It just had Nakaruru in the art. Yeah. I played her a lot in like CBS NK two, so I just like traded hard, like just completely over overspent mm. to trade for those right out of the gate, and then like I. Like one or two weeks after the set came out, I was back home in Poughkeepsie and I went to a local and be like, how do you have a set of that already? Like, I don't know. Traded? <laughs> <laughs> you thought you overspent, but really those cards are worth their weight in gold because yeah. they were very hard to get. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Anyways, back. let's not talk anyway, about PTSD yeah. uh, inducing cards. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're, we are going to talk about the new eraser head, uh, who I think is actually really cool. Um, he is... Is six hand size, which I have feelings about six hand size characters, but I think he kind of helps overcome a lot of six hand size problems with his abilities. Uh, so right off the bat, like I said, he's six twenty seven. Uh, I don't think we're worried about any stack in here. He's a six cost. Um, he has all and void, uh, but they have dropped death and added water, which makes me sad because I love death as a symbol and wanted to see it get a big boost with this starter deck. But at any rate, he has enhance your attack gets plus one speed for each attack in your card pool. Period. If it is completely blocked, draw one card. Response commit. After your rival plays an attack, choose one ability on that attack. It loses that ability for the rest of the turn. Uh, I think he's pretty hot. Um, it, we, we should note on that response part where you clear an ability, static effects are an ability that you can clear, right? Like, we're mm-hmm. all on the same yep. page with that. Yep. So, like, I play a tape swing, bang, that part's gone. The static, it can't be completely blocked. Now it can. <laughs> um. The adding speed. So we still have the theme with Eraser adding speed to his own attacks. We, obviously, we saw that with the first one where he's plus or minus. Uh, you get guaranteed kind of damage one way or the other because if they completely block it, you're going to draw a card, which get, that'll kind of deter people. Or maybe they're half blocking so they can still t- like save some damage and you're still getting some damage in that way. Um, I think he's I think he's really cool. Just off the bat, obviously, we're going to see. We're going to talk about much more of his kit. But I, I think he looks really cool. Uh, I don't know what you guys' thoughts are. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to see some scaling offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know this is a character where if the game gets to turn five, six, seven, and he's crafting a hand, whatever he puts together, if he gets like five attacks in his hand and hopes to draw into like one or two more over the course of his string, mm-hmm. he he will actually be able to land things towards the end of that string probably. Um, which is nice because there's there's a lot of decks that are really good at chain blocking, and so if all you're doing is putting you know plus one or two speed on all of your moves, a lot of decks can just overcome that right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's good to see the scaling offense from like a meta perspective. 
um, that response is I. We could probably go on forever about all the cool things you can do with that. Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of. I mean, you can turn off the face up static on electric jolt if you want to, or the deal one damage part of it. Really, any of those face up momentum things, you can turn those off. There's uh, turning off the ready to on frog lashing suddenly makes that card fair. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Or if you even just want to hit the uh, the added damage on frog lashing, like it's the, the possibilities are endless, right? Well, not endless. There's obviously some limit on them, but it's just I think it's just it's a really cool tech piece. It adds another layer of strategy to the game, right? Like, when do I want to like save this? Or if you're playing against a racer head, like, do I want to try to throw out something big to bait the response commit? Or, like, what are we doing here? Like, I, I like that uh, additional layer of, like, back and forth to the game. Yeah, and you were talking about the handcrafting stuff. Like, as we'll see later, he's got some cards that will help out with that. But, yeah, this this guy is going to be awesome to get later into the game with. Just throw a string of attacks to just ignore progressive. Or, I mean, like, you get late enough. It doesn't matter if you even count progressive with this guy. He's going to add a ton of speed and draw cards if they block. Just... Completely punish them for blocking, mm-hmm. and just keep popping off. So this guy seems cool. I don't love the symbols. I don't play these symbols, but they might get me to venture into these symbols a little bit. Maybe there's a whole set coming out alongside this guy, right? You don't. It, mm-hmm. Everything you know about the symbols might be different. That's true. That's true. Right? Mm-hmm. So. I've already seen some cards that we're going to talk about today that may have changed my mind a little bit. So uh, we'll yeah, see how one it goes. Last quick thought on uh, this new eraser having water. I think it will give uh, Momo two a big bump because she didn't have really any access to anything on water outside of cannon blast as far as weapons were concerned. And uh, we do know that a lot of eraser cards have weapon on them from his eraser one and from what we're about to see. So this way she have more opportunities to throw stun two or breaker on like water cards. Just what everyone wants. More water cards with stun two and breaker and whatever else she does to them. Yeah. I mean, really, water is kind of Asui only right now, if you really mm-hmm. dig into it. So, you know, I, I would I would love for other water characters to start seeing playing being viable, honestly. That's true. I mean, this is a water character I would play. Like, I actively avoid playing water because I don't want to play frog. And this character seems really sweet. So, I mean, we'll see what kind of support set three brings to make it more exciting for me personally. Um, and hopefully this guy is, uh, he, he does it for me. So we'll see. Yes. All right. Well, uh, Tim, why don't you keep us going with his next card? Yeah. So the next card is Aerial Drop. It is a four difficulty three check with a plus two low block. It's a three high for four weapon combo combo. I think we're going to see a few combo combos in here. There's, there's a lot of push for the play only combo moves. Yeah. Line up here. The combo enhances just plus two damage. So you get a three high six out of it if you combo it. And it has this neat enhanced discard one momentum for stun two. Um, I I don't know how good this card is, but I like it. <laughs> you know, d- discarding a momentum for stun two is a nice rate. That's something that you're happy to pay on giant ice wall, for example. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have the momentum, you can combo it to make it a three high six, which is also okay. You kind of, if you don't have momentum and you don't have the combo for it, then it's really bad. But usually you'll have one or both of those things. Mm-hmm. And I guess um, if you're playing this with a racer, like, and if you just combo it, it's a five five for six on the combo. On, yeah, I was gonna say it's it's getting on at least five. plus two speed, right? Yeah, it's yeah, not bad. There's a fair bit of the the character tax in here, right? Where like, yes, there are some cards that feel like they have one less speed because they're in a character that gives a speed bonus. I never really like to see that, but it's still like yeah. it's not like three high six is bad stats though. So no, no, yeah, for sure, not bad at all. I think um, this card's totally fine. Like it's generic. I mean, someone might play it. I, I don't expect it to see widespread plates from what we know so far. But like, I think this is an awesome card for limited formats. I think it'd be really fun to play, and, like sealed or something. It'd be a nice thing to shore up your attack lineup. Yeah, Definitely. Very good. No, I was just saying. Oh, talked about how they wanted the the starter decks to uh to be like kind of uh, competitive viable like out of the box i feel like this helps that a lot because it is obviously like you said it's all based around eraser and adding that speed so having something like oh well, i don't have like a whole lot of like high power attacks right because a lot of eraser stuff it is lower damage but having something just out of the box is fairly easy to play just making it a five five for six on a five diff that that doesn't feel bad yeah i think this shows up as a 2x index where it checks some boxes right we're like oh man i don't really have many momentum spenders and I don't. I could use the low block. So right, in it goes. Fair enough. All right. So next up, we got Binding Cloth Dropkick. So this is a four three plus two high block, four speed high for four damage. 
This is a kick weapon combo weapon with a with the text box only being completely dedicated to combo. So it's a combo enhanced. Discard one card. This attack gets plus four damage. So this is like uh, this is like Binding Cloth Texas Smash. Basically, it's like combines it in Texas Smash. You don't get the buff itself without the momentum though, uh, or without the discard. I mean, so yeah, it's I like this card. I think this card's cool. Um, it's it's a big hitter. It should be cool for like that little void kick package too. Um, or actually, maybe not. There's there's only a few kick weapons. Like there's what yeah. drop kick slicer and actually is that the only kick weapon? That's all. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, yeah. So, eh, I don't know. I like the card. I think it could be see some play. Four half, four eight on discard a card and characters that can draw cards. Pretty dope. I like it. I think he gets slammed into Racerhead one, right? Like either on all or void, because his his whole thing is like he has a lot of problem like hit with big damage attacks. You're like, okay, like on a five diff, this is a six high for eight. It's not bad. He does struggle to close out games in E one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, discarding the card is a, a steep cost, but if you're winning this turn, it doesn't matter. We have Binding mm-hmm. Cloth Precision. It is a three difficulty, three check, uh, plus two mid block. We have, it is a two low for three. Uh, it's weapon, combo weapon, combo enhance. Look at the top card of your deck. You may discard it. Enhance. If this is the third card in your card pool, it gets plus two speed and plus two damage. If it is the fifth card in your card pool, it gets plus three speed and plus three damage. So, uh, kind of in continuing with the Eraserhead starter deck, the uh, uh, giving additional speed for each card in your card pool, that kind of stuff, it kind of falls in that line, right? Yeah, it turns you into Jiro Light if you put together a tight, uh, a little attack string and Eraser. Mm-hmm. And notably, yeah. Jiro can also play the card. Yeah, um, she has all. Yeah, this card, uh, I feel like we'll see a lot of this card. What do you think, Tim? I think we'll see a lot of it initially. I, I think it's going to be overrated at first it still won't be like bad but yeah at the end of the day the combo enhance is is nice but you're basically just playing this as a stat stick and you only have you don't always have room in your deck just to play stuff that's like oh i'm getting nice value out of this three difficulty four low five i mean you are Mm -hmm. like that's good right if you're playing at third but if you what you can't really do so if you're reaching right if you're saying like well if i play two foundations and then i play this to make it my fifth card you're basically adding two difficulty to get one speed and one damage more mm-hmm. it's not particularly worth it in general you know unless you actually need that exact number to kill right so but it is a three difficulty attack and there's only so many of those that are any good so i'm i'm, I'm sure we'll see it but i think it's gonna like come out of half the decks it goes in but people slam it in everything and then for a little while, they'll start cutting it down to 2x, or some decks will cut it, some will play 4, depending on what deck it is. I like it for May. Yeah, it's pretty sweet yeah. for May, yeah. Yeah, I, I do kind of, like I was going to say, I feel like it falls into that, like, maybe a 2x or something, after you kind of, like, cut in the numbers, figure it out. Because, I mean, if like, if you do play this as your third card, and you're trying to kill someone, like, being able to look at the top, like, the next card, be like, oh, well, I can probably pass because it's a 5, or something like that. Or you see it's an attack, you're like, oh, well, I need to draw it, or just, like, like uh, shift gears and make an audible to what my, what I'm doing on my turn. Yeah, uh, really, really funny for a racer head too, right? Mm-hmm. Because you look at your top card. If you keep it, the opponent knows that if they block it and you draw the card, it's probably not attack. Or maybe mm-hmm. you do. Maybe you have to like gamesmanship this, right? Whether you keep the card or not, your opponent gets to some decision over whether you're drawing that card or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anytime you have to make your opponent make a make a choice with limited information, it's always fun for you, um, yes. and it's always nerve wracking for them. So hey, we'll let them deal with that. Exactly. Uh, and since Matt's not here, I'm going to comment on the art. Uh, we have the this is the card. It has like a racer's thumb kind of coming over the text box, uh, which is kind of funny. Yeah, yeah I wonder what the XR this will look like. I like part of no frame, right? A lot of this, just... this looks like. I think they talked about before they got some uh art from the mobile game for this and this is probably what a lot of it's going to be like is stuff that will actually fit full art on a card for the xrs oh nice yeah nice. Hopefully, hope we see some some better xrs in the set and set two set two was kind of a step down in quality from the xrs from set one r.i.p set two xrs we never talk of them again never um all right so next- yeah we'll go to Whiplash, you got that one, Tim? Yeah, yep. 
so the next card is Binding Cloth Whiplash. This is a 4-3, a 2-low 5. It's got some nice damage on it. Just a 2-mid block, though. It has Fury this time, in addition to Weapon and Combo Combo. And this is another Combo Enhance only card. Uh, the Combo Enhance says it doesn't count towards Progressive for right. the rest of the turn. Yeah, so this is my favorite card, I think. My favorite attack we've seen so far for Racer. Just because I want to play it into Binding Cloth Capture all day. That's all I want to do with this card. And uh, I've always, I just want to play Binding Cloth Capture is what it boils down to. Um, I mean, low attacks, dope. Five damage, dope. Um, yeah, the, the plus two is fine. You know, it's not any sweet plus one highs or anything like we get on some busted cards. But uh, yeah, I like this card a lot. Yeah, it's just it's a really solid card. Obviously, not having something count towards progressive is going to be really great for Eraser and stringing those long attack turns going on, right? Yeah, yeah, I think this is gonna. This is probably one of the key things that's going to drive these eraser head two decks to actually play his theme, right? Because mm -hmm. there probably aren't going to be too many other attack lineups that get to play something that takes itself out of progressive or, or effectively does that, something that discards itself from the card pool or something on these symbols. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he he definitely wants an effect like this very very much. So, um, he, he almost needs something like this. I was going to say, do you think we're going to see a lot of people trying to slam in Crow and Frog uh, into like a Racerhead decks? Because I feel like we saw that with some non-Crow or uh, Asui Tokiyami decks with Crow and Frog just because it didn't add to progressive. Um, and obviously he's all about like stringing the attacks as much as he can to get the extra speed. I think that's going to be a reach here. A reach? Because you, okay. can't, you can't Crow and Frog into Whiplash, for instance. That's right? true. Right? Frog's yeah. not a combo. Mm -hmm. Crow and Frog had weapon, maybe, but yeah, because it's just ranged, I think, right? Maybe ally. Ally ranged. Yeah. Yep. I bet, I bet we're going to see some late riser come into play, though, in set two with, or set three with Eraser. Oh, absolutely. Been, the, been waiting. The card's finally going to see play. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess we'll move on to this Binding Shoulder Rush. Uh, you got that one, John, or just me? As you. Binding Shoulder Rush. It's a 5-3... Plus two mid block, four speed mid for six damage, slam weapon, and combo attack. Uh, so the combo enhance on this is uh, ready one foundation that has not been ready this combat phase. Just what we need, more reading. And uh, enhance the next combo attack you try to play gets minus one difficulty. Um, I don't have a ton of thoughts about this card. It's pretty cool, right? Um, being able to ready something and like make your next combo thing cheaper is going to work really well with uh, stringing stuff together that Racer wants to do. Um, I think it's a decently sweet card. It's really on a six diff for a four mid for six, which is, it's, eh, yeah, right? It's sneaky, it's sneaky, right? Like it's sneaky. It's good. Yeah, because if the one thing is like if you lead with it, it's a quote unquote four diff because you're getting minus one difficulty on the next move. Although with your next move is a four diff and you check a five on it, it didn't matter, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But it's it's got this like pseudo four diffness going on. If you the combo basically makes up for playing it second. You ready whatever you committed to pass the check. You know, true. you're doing something for an ability, which makes it a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's usually some some form of pseudo four diff or four mid six that you could call it a pseudo three diff if you're really stringing out um which is just a good rate and it's a it's a combo card that Arizahead does not mind playing first which is mm -hmm. you know something people complained about early in the previews that like you know well that's great but i don't want to play one of these cards that that's just blank if it doesn't if you don't have the combo and this one yeah has something kind of handy if you don't have the combo much like uh binding cloth capture um yeah i don't really have much to add like it's interesting that it's a slam i feel like we haven't seen a lot of slam stuff or a lot of slam like themed stuff so it's kind of interesting to see if that's gonna slot in somewhere in set three or where it's gonna fit um, he's got like one or two other slam cards from set one if i'm not mistaken i think gutter punk, gutter punk is a slam card um yeah. which i i've i've i racked my brain constantly trying to figure out where that card goes somewhere right like being able to pick up the first card in your card pool maybe it's this you know because you play yeah, this yeah. first then you go into gutter punk then you use gutter punk yeah, like, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, John's frozen, but yeah, I think he was going to say use the gutter punk to pick this back up and then just do more yeah, things yeah. with it. This makes, yeah, this makes gutter punk on a five, which is kind of reasonable. To pick up this and play it again, it. maybe. He's back. Hey, we're back. He's back. Uh, I've, I've got, my, I've got my, my modem right here. I'm watching like the online part just drop off and come back on. 
It's so frustrating. I, I, I had Spectrum come out last week, and they're like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. We don't know what your problem is. I'm leaving this in the pod. Oh, my God. Good. Yes. Do it. <laughs> I'm calling you out, Spectrum. I know you don't listen to this, but Bad. you do. We're never getting a Spectrum sponsorship after this. That's terrible. That's fine. I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't want them to sponsor us anyway. Well, Spectrum has been great for me. Bridge burned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like but... My, the last parting thoughts on this, since once again, since Matt isn't here, is that the artist suites and the XR mm-hmm. will look really good on this, especially if it's <laughs> if there's no border on this, dude, this is going to look fucking dope. The purple's going to yeah, pop so it, hard. I was going to say, if they get the foiling right with a little bit of red coming out of his eye, like, yeah. It'd be really good. The uh, yeah, one tangent before I forget the this uh, this Aizawa too. He's allowed to play the eraser head enhance on a race, eraser yes. rather. That is that is important to remember that you know one other thing he he obviously doesn't have it literally all the time, but when he does have it, mm-hmm. he does get to sort of mess up your day a little bit with that as well. All right. Uh, up next, we have Erasure Grasp. It's a 5-3 plus 2 low block. It is a 2 mid for 5. Weapon, combo attack. Combo enhance, seal 1 rival foundation. This attack gets plus X speed. X equals the printed difficulty of the sealed foundation. Enhance, your next combo or weapon attack gets plus 3 damage. Congratulations, we now have Algebra in the MHA card game. Um, so, that's I mean, fun. That's a reach. We've, we've got plenty of plus Xs. Come on. Do we? Come I on, don't man. know. I know you're. Yeah. I know you're an English major. Calm down. It's fine. I, I majored in. I have a master's degree in letters, not numbers. Thank you. Well, I majored in dropping out of college twice, and I can still do plus X, John. So, like, it's it's all right. Uh, Recipro burst has plus X. <laughs> that's Look, true. Did, I think that's actually it, though. Did Pythagoras design this card game? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if that's. I think that's actually geometry, to be honest with you. I don't really know. But um, on on the real. <laughs> this card this card's okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, you're you're more generous than others have been. Yeah, this card's not very good. No. Yeah. No. I mean like the thing that absolutely murders this card is the speed on it. It's mm-hmm. uh it's super blockable, right? Like this has throw stats on it, right? Like a two mid for five, that's for a five diff, that's something you put on grasping tape toss or something, right? Yeah. Like that's that's the comparison. Not to steal Tim's Thunder, but so I'll let him talk about the cards that are seal targets for this. Take it away, Tim. Oh, yeah, I think a lot of... The thing is, there aren't too many three difficulties right now. Maybe there are more in this set that you're going to be really excited to seal. Mm-hmm. If you're a combo deck playing your second attack, they've probably already used Sticky Balls already. Mm-hmm. Unless you checked an attack on your first one, and, and then, like, are you really playing this on a six after you just checked the three on your first five dip or whatever? So it's just... A lot of the time, you're actually going to be sealing race. It gets plus zero speed. Yeah. So it's you basically you kind of have to treat it like combo hand seal one foundation, and if you get any speed out of it, like that's a bonus. Maybe maybe there's a fulfilled my duty or something you want to seal for two. But even if you out of four mid five, where you have to combo it just to seal one card, and you know the enhance your next thing is good, but this feels like it should be a four difficulty card that maybe does four damage or something. Mm-hmm. It's just really steep for what it is. I think the best thing you're going to be able to seal that you can like get it in before your opponent does anything is Taiyaki. Like outside of it was like that's not a zero diff, you know? Because yeah. obviously, yeah. like you'd rather seal uh, release than Taiyaki. But like, yeah, you could hit a Taiyaki and then like do whatever thing you want to do on your foundations. But yeah, yeah I mean, that feels kind of bad. Yeah, Night um, Watch, sure. Maybe it, Rescue Completed, I guess, is a three diff. But I don't know how many people are running that. Uh, like the water Oswe decks, I think are going to run like maybe one or two. Um, yeah, I could, I could see rescue. Um, uh, the life decks are running. Yeah, yeah. The life decks are running four x of that thing. Mm-hmm. That's probably that's probably the best three diff for you to seal. But again, it's like you'd rather find any other way to to handle those cards than have to play a understated five diff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can just run binding cloth capture on your first attack and seal it, right? Right. Um, and it's already like a four low or whatever speed. Yeah, it's a way better check. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I guess to, to our point earlier about this being like statted maybe around a racer, I guess it's a two plus two speed off the bat. So maybe it's a four mid for five already. I guess. Yeah. Still kind of rough yeah. for five diff, you know? Yeah. You got late riser in play, so it's a six damage. I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah, it just compares so badly to finding mm-hmm. one capture, right? That's sort of the main thing is you could yeah. have instead of a four mid five that seals one on a combo, you could just have a four low five. 
And yeah, you you this mm -hmm. has the plus three damage, but binding has might be minus two difficulty and discard a card. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that's I, th I think we're done stretching, making yeah. that card good. Yeah, yeah I think you you fulfilled your contractual <laughs> I, I, obligations I could, to eraser. I could imagine I could imagine a one x. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe. Right. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, the next card's acrobatic. This is a zero difficulty void foundation, which has a lot of people happy. It is a overall zero five plus two mid. After you block with the card, remove it, so you're going to get some refund on that block as well. Mm -hmm. When it's in your stage, uh, all it really does is blow up for minus one speed while committed, so kind of in the, a little bit in the space of surviving the final, only it's not reusable, but you get a better block out of the deal. It's a it's a playable zero diff that will often do things. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to take slots away from Gacha on Void, but it might be, you might like two X's or three and three it or something like that. Hmm. Oh man, my, my Void Cementos deck's been waiting for this, I tell you. Just zero discs <laughs> I can throw out there and spam. Look, everything yeah. is just fe feeding to, to ready stuff, right? Yeah, mostly. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. Void, Void needed this. Like, it, need, it needed some better spam. You, you can't... I think one of the problems Void has is it just can't compete early in the game. It can't establish a, a defense well enough because it can't get enough foundations out on turn one a lot of times. So, this should help. Should help. And, I mean, mm -hmm. the static on this is dope. Like... It might let you block that second attack on turn two. You couldn't block before just because that one, that one progressive might matter. I, mean, I don't know. We'll see. Definitely. I like this yeah. guy. Uh, I like all the. I like seeing the, this whole slate of void cards that don't have three blocks. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because yes. when you it, build it, a void deck right now, it's like, my goodness, there, there's like one card with a plus two block that that's sort of in your first draft, and then you realize that you have to be a racer head one because otherwise you're never going to block anything. Yeah, yeah, it's like, man, I have to play four copies of Think Fast in my deck because it's the only plus one mid block I can find, right? Right. And then you draw all four of those in your opening hand and feel real bad. Just, <laughs> all right, uh, I guess uh, we'll move on to Binding Cloth Mastery. This is a 2-4 plus one mid block. Speaking of, here's your, mm -hmm. your plus one mid block. Uh, we got the weapon keyword, and uh, we got some relevant abilities here. So enhance flip one foundation. This attack gets minus one damage. And en enhance commit if this attack... I'm sorry. Enhance commit if the next attack you try to play has binding in its name. It gets minus two difficulty. Um, I mean, so first off, weapon keyword. Extremely relevant for you Momo lovers out there on the, mm -hmm. on the all symbol. I guess on the water symbol too. And water Momo too. Yeah, yeah. I guess if you're into she, that kind of thing, builds, she builds it for free. But um, so this is effectively like minus one difficulty to a binding card, right? You're committing yourself to get minus two, so it's like minus one. Uh, this this will help his theme, like kind of stringing long attacks. But um, some extra defense for these symbols too. Flipping foundations for minus uh, might just help get you there. It's generically a good card. I don't love the four check, but it probably warrants it. I think it's maybe good enough, all things considered. But I just don't like the four check. Yeah, four check's rough. Like, there's always like that critical mass of how many four checks can I really get away with putting in a deck. I don't like to run more than four. Um, I mean, you're probably not competing with small and limber in like a void racer head deck, maybe. Uh, but I don't know. I it's it's just it's another card that's kind of always useful, right? Always being able to flip to give something minus one damage. That's always good. Yeah, that that can add up. You know, we see people survive things with self sacrifice mm -hmm. a lot yeah. of the time. This doesn't. This does not share with self sacrifice. Somewhat thankfully, otherwise, it, you uh, yeah, flip destroy, flip destroy, destroy. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's gonna be tricky. You know, we're used to this two set format, and you know, some decks it's it's easy to sort of just auto include a lot of things, and you're only at like sixty three cards, and then you can start cutting stuff. And then there are death decks, but that's a whole other topic. But I think it's going to be hard for this to find too many spaces. I could see it like two xing. You don't really want two copies of that flip one foundation enhance. It's kind of hard to double up on them. Yeah. And if you're doing the whole combo binding line, it's nice to have a, a counts as two foundation, but hopefully you're not. It's not super critical to your game plan, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess if you, you got like spooky, which helps with like damage and stuff. So maybe you get something down to one speed, flip it. It's got one damage. Then you can flip it and make it do zero damage. That's not, it's not nothing, I guess, especially for like a racer head one versus like throws. He doesn't like, obviously the newer one has water, so he can play wall cling or something, but the other one doesn't. So maybe this helps with that or like training with gun head. Yeah. True, true, true. Uh, 
Um, next up, uh, what's next? Closing in. Closing uh, in. All right. Uh, kind of another, not quite a zero diff, but like one diff kind of spams, right? They're definitely uh, spams. So, yeah. It's a one five with a plus two high block. Enhance flip. Your combo attack gets plus two speed. It's not bad. It's a really solid one diff. Something that flips to add speed. It's kind of in the same vein as let's fight bad guys. Obviously, that's like plus two speed for Fury. You've got note taking, which is for punches. So this is just kind of in that same vein where if you're on these symbols and need that extra speed for your combo attacks, right? Um, it just helps out. Boy, I bet I bet Endeavor is going to have one for ranged or something, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's yeah. the running theme here. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, yeah, you got to be fair. I like having that, but... these cards. I like having these cards. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just it's just it's it's a generically good card, right? Like. You're probably going to find a spot for at least two of it if you're on a combo theme heavy deck, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's got a relevant block. It's decent mm-hmm. enough. It's fine. Like, there's not a lot to talk about here. Um, yeah. you you add two add two speed to your uh, two speed mid attack that you're playing because you're getting a racer starter <laughs> deck and feel bad about it. Nah, there you but go. Nah. There you go. It's a six mid. I don't know why you're complaining <laughs> about that card. So good. So good. All right, uh, we'll move on to Daunting Message. <laughs> yeah, so Daunting Message is a 1-5. It has a nice plus 2 low block, more plus 2 blocks on nice spam foundations. This is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is quite blank for a lot of the game because it is enhanced flip. If your health is less than your maximum health, half less than half of your maximum health, you commit one rival foundation. So it does stone nothing until you're low enough, and then it's a, a very potent little electric jolt kind of activation that you get there on some symbols that you know water has irrefutable but not a whole lot else in terms of hitting foundations mm-hmm. uh, i'm i'm struggling to think of i don't know if void really has any particularly great snipes right now i'm probably forgetting one on void but it's like you can play a race or night watch or something tayaki kind of counts yeah right I mean, tape toss has void but they have to like walk into it, right like they have to not yeah. block to have you tap something so yeah, I feel like this card is a uh, so like this card is almost unplayable to me in the current format for seven handers because like a lot of times you just die from above mm-hmm. ten life. You just get hit by a big ass attack and you're dead. I might see a lot more playing six handers though. I, I'm I, I'm I'm not gonna say it's unplayable in seven handers, but it's less appealing in seven handers. But six handers will probably love this card. You get a lot more chance to actually get the value from it at some point. I think we we see decks running fruit of our labors right now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like almost entirely just to be. Like a pseudo blank one five with two low block. That's true. It's, it's it's quite hard to actually use that ability and, and make anything out of it except the block like three or four times before that's good. That's true. So, you know, obviously that has a deadlock too. But I I could see it, you know, two xing. Hey, I need low blocks. Hey, this card will probably win me some games. Put it in there. Mm-hmm. It it does uh like it does make your opponent worry about something, right? Like if they're trying to plan out their their kill turn, but something kind of goes wrong or they check poorly and that's like sitting there, they have to like kind of think about, do I want to keep trying to push in or what am I going to do? Um, I guess also you've got stuff like dissolving the conflict, which is, I mean, that's 10 or less. So you might not be exactly like less than half. Uh, so that's, that's something, but it, it does kind of fall into like the learning the standards with seven handers, right? Like, like with learning the standards, like oh, I took one hit. That's a lot. I guess I have to pop this immediately. Like I can't really keep afford to like taking <laughs> unblocked damage. Um, yeah, but yeah. I'm, I have this notion swimming around my head, literally right now. Of okay, let's play. What if we played all Shoji, and we spent the whole game tutoring for these, <laughs> and we have three or four of them out, and then we cut ourselves down below half. Mm-hmm. We commit everything that matters, and then play a nice attack. Go in, I don't know. yeah, yeah. Could be something. I mean, he he definitely can find them. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Anyone got any parting thoughts on daunting message? Nope. All right. If the next one's a one five with a plus two. Me too much. <laughs> Was that Tim? I'm I'm gonna put it into decks quite often, and and probably eventually put it into decks less often. Yeah. Fair enough. But. All right, so on to another 1-5 with a plus 2 mid-block. Wow, John, you psychic. <laughs> um, enhanced flip, this ranged attack gets minus 3 damage. Man, I, th- I I do think this card is actually super sweet. There's so many ranged attacks running around murdering the shit out of me right now. Um, minus 3 damage on a flip. I'm, I'm all aboard, man. Sign me up. Yeah, I think <clears throat> this is a little more likely to live in sideboards than it's 1-6 uh, Brethren from 
the first set. That's mm-hmm. fair. Uh, those cards have, you know, they have a plus one high and a plus two low block, respectively. E- even if there's less fury stuff, and well, right now the most popular deck is running punches, but relatively less punch stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- those cards have like people will play them for their six checks for stacking reasons or for the off zone blocks. This is a plus two block is you know nice, but yeah, it's very generic. So you might. This might live in some sideboards, and, and it's sort of tough to sideboard a card that's just minus three damage. You kind of want your sideboard cards to be more impactful than that. But you never know. Yeah, I definitely think this is kind of like a, a meta-themed card, right? Like, if the current meta is like it is right now, where it's like, oh, we got Asui and everything is ranged, or a lot of Tokuyami stuff is ranged. Those are like the really high-potent, like, turn-two aggro decks. Um, that might, that might if this still kind of go around, you might see a little more of this in, like, main deck play. Um, but we'll see. We shall see. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, did we lose Tim? Oh. Uh, up next, we got two cards left. Uh, we have Dropping In From Above. It's a 2-5 with a plus two high block. So Void getting a lot of, uh, playable blocks with a Racerhead Sir Jack. Uh, we have Enhance Commit. Your high attack gets plus two damage. And enhance your if the, if your first attack this turn was not blocked, your attack gets plus one damage. Uh, so I think it's a it's a, it's a decent card, right? Like uh, it helps with the racer's problem of getting extra damage. It does kind of give you like the like when to use the enhance commit if you think you're going to be going on like a long string of attacks. Obviously, you're going to hold off on it, uh, but it does give you options for how you want to play your turn, right? Yeah, the decks are running hard in right now to have mm-hmm. a plus two high block and commit for two damage. Mm-hmm. And have like a cool on block effect. So this is probably going to replace Harden in those lists, provided they have a decent number of high attacks that they think they can land. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like this card a lot. I, I like, I, I sort of like offensive stats foundations that are, you know, reasonably situated. You know, it's a two five. You're paying a real cost to put this in your deck. Mm-hmm. It's not like a zero five or anything. But if you need your offense to get better as the game goes on, this is a nice way to do it. It, it sort of forces them to block your first attack, whatever it is, so you might be able to leverage that depending on, you know, what what cards you have access to. This is uh, really good in Saro, comes to Mm -hmm. mind. Yeah, Pretty good one for this. Yeah, Um, totally agree with what you guys said. Quick question. Does the second ability work on your first attack since it was not blocked yet? Uh, I would think the the intent of a card is that it, it, it is assumed it's on your second or greater attack. Yeah, not blocked is uh, a status, right? It is attacks are become blocked or not blocked during the block step. Okay. So it's not like a a true or false okay. statement. It's a was your first attack unblocked. So it does not work on your first attack. Gotcha. Correct. Correct. Yep. All right. Damn. All right. Yeah, I don't I don't have any other thoughts on the card. Uh, uh yeah, I kind of just uh, I would echo what you guys are saying, but uh, mm-hmm. it's a it's a sweet card. I like it. Yeah, it's probably my favorite card of, of yeah. the foundations here. I, I like it. it. It's it's also another good uh, reason to play mainly passionate guy, right? Like that's another. It's a good target for that if you're running if you're running that in your deck with void. Yeah, um, I like yeah. being able to block clear, uh, clear progressive, and then it gives you like if you know you're going to survive going into your turn, this is something you didn't have to build, or if you're like on turn two, maybe I'm going to hold this so I can block with it and build it down and play something else instead. Yep. Yeah. And then you have to fit mainly passionate guy into your deck. Yeah, very true, and that, that is, is that is increase is going to be increasingly difficult to just say, oh, this works well with this card and this card and this card. Yeah, and then yeah. like, okay, well now you have to play all of those, and then I, it's yeah. actually going to be three sets now. So <laughs> I do find myself cutting that card a lot. That plus three low block is is tough to stomach. I two x yeah. it a lot right now. It's it, mm. it's certainly a good card, but if you're up against deadlock, it becomes a very bad card. Yeah. Uh... Not to go too off on attention. My problem is I keep trying to like slam it in my uh, Earth Cementos deck, but I'm like I'm never blocking anything because I can't have no speed reduction. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's not a good deck. Well, yeah. luckily the meta deck right now doesn't put speed on anything. So there you go. <laughs> but yeah, so our last card for our preview so far is Exhausted Exclamation. This is a two five plus three mid that commits to draw a card if your character is committed. So it's uh. Slightly more fair, slightly more limited, passing the torch, but a version mm-hmm. of passing the torch all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think this is just it's a solid card, right? Like, obviously, it fits into his response commit theme. 
There's a lot of characters on these symbols, uh, like uh, Shoji, right? Like, you can draw, yeah. draw cards with Shoji if you want to, or uh, Midnight. Midnight's probably going to play this card. Um, yes. I I think this is just it's a solid card. Like you said, it's a two a two difficulty with a five check is probably fair for this card. Yeah, I mean, Froppy will play this card, obviously, on water. Yeah, because she's going to love this kick. card. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, passing the torch is an auto, pretty much an auto four X right now. Mm-hmm. It, it's worth noting that you know passing the torch was in standard right for a while because of the demo decks, and it was not oh, an automatic four okay. X. Really? So it is it is not strictly guaranteed that every single meta is going to revolve around card count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the way the the set two meta kind of does because you know you've got right now the most popular deck Hiroshima has. The last thing he like his weakness, so to say, is literally passing the torch, because he's not putting speed on anything. So if they have the cards to block with, they're just going to block his stuff, mm-hmm. right? And he's trying to harden chop people and things like that. And then you have all these long string decks that need to draw cards to find more attacks, right? But it's possible that the meta could move to a place where these aren't just slammed four X into decks that they fit in. But uh, at least out of the gate, I assume that's what we're going to be seeing. Yeah, I mean, this is it's cool. Like, it gets some card draw. It's like water and void that isn't void kicks. Like, void didn't have a lot of card draw, I don't think, outside of getting this. So, it's cool, man. Like, you need some card draw, especially in, like, water. Just, like, never drew cards unless you're playing Frigid Heat Wave, right? That's the only so way I drew get, cards. You got Frigid outside of that. I can't. I guess some of the uh, the other, what's the Todoroki Foundation from yeah, set Yeah, more range-themed stuff. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've really been struggling with like wanting to put Cheerful Uppercut into water decks, but mm-hmm. that just makes it so much harder to run Frigid. Yes. So, you yeah. know, maybe this this is like a backdoor out of having to run the range theme if you're water. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Um, I do think this would be, a, if they do a full art for the XR, I think this would be an amazing full art XR card just because of what's going on in the background. So fingers crossed, hopefully... <laughs> Yeah, That'd be really cool like to see. This looks like a screenshot, so I, I, don't, I don't know about that. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's yeah true. This is definitely just ripped right from the anime itself, right? Yeah, yeah. And those anime is widescreen, not all screen. Yeah. Yeah. Can, I can uh, drink. Just turn it sideways, man. It's fine. Yeah, maybe it's super zoomed in. <laughs> there you go. I mean, they they did that on some of the messed up XRs for, like, was it Sticky Balls, I think, was yeah. like just super zoomed in. <laughs> Nightwatch had it. No, there's there's not much to zoom in on here, John. We're gonna be in yeah, in right his so mouth. His eyes uh, just take up the entire width yeah. of the card. <laughs> yes, it's, it's literally just his eyes, just the giant dead shot. Oh man. Uh, uh, yeah, but that's so that's all the previews we have so far. Uh, obviously, coming up, we'll have the rest of uh, Racerhead. I assume we'll get Endeavor Starter Deck uh, up next. I would imagine that's how they're gonna do it. Um, Before the next time we talk, we'll we'll probably have all of Endeavor Starter out. Yep. To talk about. Yeah. Because it's probably mm-hmm. going to be the last four for a racer, including probably the one X's mm-hmm. tomorrow, and then five days of Endeavor, and then they'll do who knows what Sunday at Gen Con. Maybe they'll spoil those on the stream instead of mm. doing the maybe they'll... scheduled thing because that'll be their their top cuts of their regional. Mm-hmm. They could do anything at Gen Con. They could show some sweet deep cards from the set, or maybe like characters from the set or something. Mm-hmm. Who knows? That would be nice. They're they're gonna have to fill the air of a Momo Mirror match with something. Oh no! Take four hours. Uh, oh man! Oh, gonna have, please no! Gonna have flashbacks of uh, K one versus K one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's you specifically. You're gonna get PTSD from that. Yikes! Yeah, I'm just gonna ugh, no, don't don't do that to me. Yikes! Uh, but yeah, I I don't think there's really anything else to talk about. Um, obviously, if you're going to Gen Con, guys, safe travels. Good luck. Uh, make sure you're prepared to be there all day if you're playing in the events. Uh, you know. Pack, you know, make sure you got water, make sure you got snacks or something. Uh, pack some throat lozenges because I, I did not think about that. Uh, when I went down to Orlando and by like the third match, I'd already lost my voice. I just talked <laughs> so much that I don't normally talk all day, and you have to talk yeah. so much louder. Uh, which I'm already a loud talker, so that's even, <laughs> even worse. Uh, but yeah, so I know Tim, you're headed down. Uh, I know you're not going to give us like the insight on everything, but do you have kind of an idea of what you're going to play or do you have it like narrowed down to a few decks or what you thinking? Uh, I'm probably either going to play Staff Strike Jiro or I'll just punt and play the Mina. Okay. Um, I think both are pretty good into Kirishima and that's Mm -hmm. sort of the most important thing. And I don't hate myself enough to run the Life Oswe. (laughs) Yep. That's just kind of not fun to play with or against, even if it's effective. I have no shame, so. <laughs> the, I had uh, no problem running that deck. 
Yeah, that that is also pretty good at we think pretty good probably favorite i think it's favorite against kirishima so you, i know you guys mm -hmm. say you think it's 50 50 but so like, in, in better it, hands it's than basically mine like deck choice is shaped by you know we think 20 percent of the field or something's going to be kirishima first and foremost and then mm -hmm. okay what does the rest of everything look like and I, I i'm definitely scared of like the defense level of the Giro. like i don't it's it's kind of thin you have specialists of sound and then drawing cards right and snacking your deck but you know that that's kind of yeah, I've, I've played a lot of tightrope matches with Tokiyami, so it's it's not really anything new, I guess. Okay, um, I mean, yeah, I guess with the the staff strike Jiro, the the biggest thing is trying to watch out for things that are going to disrupt your combo abilities and stuff like that. And I guess there's not a whole. It, I mean, I guess you got sticky balls. That's that's a pretty bad, I guess. Um, yeah, sneaky difficult, right? Yeah, you play an attack and they sticky balls a foundation in your card. Probably like, all right, I was going to do that anyway. Yeah, so they put an attack <laughs> in. All right, yep. there's my weapon. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah. Um I guess I guess Mineta two might might not be great, but that's more of a long game anyway. Here's my foundation. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just uh, not... I guess it's right. I agree. It's, it, yeah. He gets to, you don't get he doesn't pick, right? You get picked. Right, so you right. just put you up a face pick. up, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's easier um, said than done. There's yeah. There's some things, right? It, they can at least like forcing surrender at least makes you draw one less card. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. Oh uh, awesome. Now is it is it pretty much like uh Jose's build from Orlando has a has he I don't know has he optimized or updated it at all or have you uh, made your I own changes to it really or talk to him about it too much other than like asking I'm 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 putting Tayaki's in the main because mm -hmm. uh, I don't yeah. want to lose gear so obvious or training right mm -hmm. um I am worried about like Nightwatch does mm, kind of yeah. shut down your plan but I think that's what that's why there's four sound waves in the board if you're facing Nightwatch you just become a more traditional G ref so mm -hmm. I gotcha cool awesome makes man. sense. Cool. Well, good luck. Uh, I'm we're 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 banking on seeing you on day two. On uh, on at least I assume it'll be a top sixteen. There's got to be. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a top sixteen cut from the uh, 180 players or something right now. Yeah. So uh, yeah, definitely top sixteen. Oh yeah. Oh. yeah. I might I might just bail and play Mina and not make top cuts, but just like play the deck I have fun with. But... <laughs> have more fun. Yeah. 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 Awesome, man. Well, uh, we appreciate everybody stopping by and uh, listening to us and uh, helping it uh, struggling through uh, my uh, technical difficulties. Uh, um and tim we appreciate you coming on and helping us preview the cards man yeah fun to come on make sure you guys check out tim's youtube channel i'll put the link down below he does his mm -hmm. uh his awesome short news thing for you in the morning so uh, you don't have to listen to an hour of us talking you yes. can just do like 10 minutes of him talking it's great yeah it's got some some pleasant <laughs> uh background music too as yeah. well it's nice man uh well uh thanks for stopping by you know do all the uh what is it they say do all the algorithm things uh like subscribe and all that stuff i always forget to, to do that to, to plug our own channel uh <laughs> but have a great week guys thanks for stopping by later